0: Welcome to the Breaking Bots podcast. Please put on your safety goggles, tighten your seatbelt, and enjoy the ride. Here are your hosts, Brian and Cam.
1: All righty, folks, and welcome to episode... Well, if th- these were numbered, this would be episode number 20, but Apple doesn't let me do that anymore, so... The nerve of them. So, Cam, yeah, so um, you're you're re- joining us remotely this week.
2: Yeah, I guess your house has been quarantined for a little bit, so, you know, we're uh <laughs> we're doing this so if there's a little bit of a sound difference here, that's why uh joining you from Cameron's household this week, but we had a special guest that we've been chasing for a little while. A two special on guests before?
1: Well, I mean, two yes, special guests on at the same time.
2: That's correct. Yeah, we had um uh, we had uh jeff and debbie vasquez from team whiplash on
1: yeah and much the, like uh, much like sam from Greff, we canceled on them at least twice unfortunately just <laughs> once
2: yeah just i had to i, I went to the um I, I went to the extinguisher watch party that week which they understood you know that was uh that was his that was uh john's first time on television so
1: well, i thought we canceled and, and on them one other time
2: no nah, that was the only time
0: hmm
1: um yeah, no, that was the only time. No, we I think it down, there was. So. I think there was one other time we canceled on them, but or at least we we'll did. Fi- at least we didn't finalize things. I don't know.
2: Yeah. no. this is now, a so completely guess,
1: professional outfit. I don't know what you are talking about.
2: Exactly. Uh, so I guess leading up to, I guess our next big event that's going to be happening is the uh, you know the Maker Fair Robot Ruckus in Orlando. We will have a few people that are hopefully going to, or that are going to be coming to that event but we had this special guest that we really had wanted to talk to for a long time so it was really great to um very interesting family um a great family in BattleBots. they just seem to really function as one unit um you've got great driving you've got great building um great strategizing and you know we talked to them about where they are and where they want to be in BattleBots, sadly, as well as um Go ahead.
1: I don't know. I was gonna say, and sadly, I've not come up with a question to replace the hot dog
2: conundrum. <laughs> you'll, you'll get there, but yeah, we're we'll racking see my how brain. Also, the um, the BattleBot creators of the stars here in the Vasquez family. So that's really
1: interesting. Yeah, that was one of my favorite parts.
2: I know. That's that would be. I, I would probably be as excited about that as I was about BattleBots if I was them.
1: <laughs> oh, Or course. if I was
2: me. You know, let's not kid ourselves. So, well, yeah, getting um, to go
1: to the set and like uh, and do the shoots and stuff with all the actors—that'd be awesome.
2: Yeah, you know, you know those actors. One of them will spoil it. Duh. They did a robot or two from The Big Bang Theory. You know, the actors wanted to play with the bot. You know, they did.
1: Oh, of course. Do you think they? Do you think <laughs> any of them got to drive it out in the parking lot?
2: Doesn't sound like it. But <laughs> we'll find out. Let's find out. So um, I guess we'll turn it over. We've got the interview here with uh, Jeff and Debbie Vasquez coming up.
1: Alrighty, folks, and we are back. and this week. We have the pleasure of uh, another guest that we keep canceling on, but not this week.
2: <laughs> yes. Uh, joining us from uh, Team Whiplash here, we have the uh, paternal figures of the team. We have um, Debbie and Jeff Vasquez. How are you two doing tonight? are Everything's good. Great. So good to have you guys on. Um, so I guess first things first, Um tell us a little bit about whiplash. One of the things that intrigues us about it is it's the only bot we've seen that seems like has two primary weapons. So we were curious if there's one that's considered the primary weapon or, um, basically what Maybe you can just give us a little rundown about uh whiplash and the weapon on it.
3: Sure. Sure. I'd be happy to. So basically whiplash was conceived originally from one of Matthew's, um, uh, Beetleweight, a three pounder that had an overhead saw, and and it was called Splatter, and you know which was the first name, the first iteration of, of Whiplash, and um, so it's you know we just basically kind of decided we liked the the idea of the saw because it was you know pretty unique and um you know it actually kind of lifted other robots it wasn't intended to but it did so what we really did was incorporate the lifting into the saw originally when we built the first um iteration of of whiplash Um, we intended for the disc to be the main weapon. But the reality is that the arm is really the main weapon. And that's something we had to kind of discover for ourselves. And it was surprising to us. So, we were able to do some damage with the disc, but we did a lot more damage, and we scored a lot more points and a lot more knockouts with the arm. So um, that's what it kind of evolved to. Um, you know, when we fill out the BattleBot application, they want a primary and a secondary win, uh, weapon, and are switched um, during the course of, of you know iterations of the project and. Uh, so now the lifting arm is the primary weapon, and the disc is secondary weapon.
1: Now that actually wow. clears something up for me because I, on so take uh, like the huge fight for example um, that you guys just won in the tournament. A lot of right. people, like including myself, probably thought you know, hey, huge won that fight because you know their primary weapon was broken. But of course. Now that you're you're saying that no that that disc is the secondary weapon the the lifter is the primary that actually yeah, yeah. that actually makes a difference in that instance
3: yeah it does and um, you know I can totally see why people think that and I was not sure none of us were sure who won that fight. You know, we thought, I kind of had a feeling that we might have because, you know, we were moving them around pretty good. But, you know, we have the arm uh, working 100 percent of the time. And that's the double edged sword of having two weapons, which no one else has that, mm. you know, um, something can go, it's, it's great because something can go wrong and you have a backup. But it's also a problem because something goes wrong and you have a backup and, you know, judging can kind of confuse things. And I think it, it's kind of I don't think it's hurt us, but it's. Made things a little difficult at times. Overall, though, it's it's been great. So it's in engineering-wise, it's very challenging.
2: I I was going to ask on that. Um, the challenge because normally, you know, teams have maybe one weapon like a spinning blade, but it's housed in a stationary part of the bot. Where you've got it on a moving arm. Is there extra challenge in engineering that? Yeah, absolutely.
3: So if you take a robot like you know witch doctor which has a 50 pound spinning dual disc you know Mm -hmm. and roughly the same motor configuration and everything else i mean the robots are relatively similar but you know when you have they have a a, their weapon is their disc is twice as heavy as ours 55 and ours is you know like 23 pounds so we have we also have the arms you know which are made at uhnw so that's less but we also have a separate motor just for lifting and the chain and the sprockets and all that stuff adds up. So, huh. uh, you know, that the, it all goes against your weight. And, you know, so we're, we can't put, you know, extra, um, weight into our, to our spinner. We, cause we've used it on the lifting arm and it yeah. so it's a balancing act and we're still
2: working on refining that. Okay. And, um, now I had read that, it seems like the whole family that um, Matthew, Jason, uh, and you, of course, have been, uh, you know, like learning on building on CAD. So is it kind of a collaborative design now when you go in to build the new iterations of Whiplash between all three of you?
3: Yeah, it is. I mean, we all put in our two cents into what we think we ought to do. Matthew does most of the CAD. Jason and I chime in there Um you know, Jason's got pretty decent CAD skills as well. And mine are minor rudimentary, um, you know, I, I'm a hack at it, solid work. Huh. But, um, so Matthew basically does all the CAD for us, but, you know, we all put in our design, our, you know, thoughts on design and what works and what doesn't work and what we want to try, how we want to iterate and, you know, different motor combinations or gear ratios, you know, um, you know, just to see, it, it really
2: helps as, as,
3: it's a great sounding board to be able to bounce ideas off each other.
2: Now, does Debbie get any input on this or does she have to sometimes play mediator between the three of you? Ooh, Debbie gets, <laughs> Debbie gets all the input because she writes
3: the check. So, <laughs> you
0: know, no. But we, we have family meetings and we, you know, they have much more technical knowledge of everything than I do. But, I've been around long enough that I do definitely give them my opinion on things, and, and I think they listen.
2: I'm, I'm sure they, they do. They,
0: sometimes they get a little annoyed because I interject a little bit too much. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so it's more like, ah, yeah. oh, that front armor plate doesn't really need to be made out of titanium. You guys can go with some steel on that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we I say if she kept it... <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking if she captained a team, she could at least get two or three wins herself. So I'm not going to sell yeah. any of you guys short. Um,
3: no, she's been around a long time, so.
2: <laughs> so quickly, I got. I have to ask, who do you think the first family of BattleBots is now? Are we talking uh, the Vasquez's, the Ewarts, or maybe even the Ruckers?
3: Uh, without a doubt the Ewart's. I mean, that's, they, they really, you know, I was in BattleBots back in the comedy central days and I'll never forget when they, they came in and, and the boys were young. They were, you know, they were just, Tiny. yeah. Mm. And, and uh, you know, they came in with their shirts and they just looked like, um, they look like a NASCAR team coming in and it, it just, they did so well. And, uh, you know, they were so nice. And, um, you know, they still are
0: royalty, really. Yeah. They're the royal family of Bababots.
3: (laughs) (laughs) uh, You know, so we, you know, we try to emulate them in a lot of ways and taken a lot of their, you know, their success and try to, to, um, build on that, you know, use, use what they've done to help us. But no, they, you couldn't ask for a nicer family, um, all the way around, you know, they build a lot of our parts are there. So, (laughs) you know, yeah.
2: It, it seems are, like, yeah. It perfect. seems like they kind of have a hand in everything now.
3: Yeah, well, you know, I mean, everyone has their switches. Everyone mm-hmm. has a lot. You know, some guys they practically build their robots for them. So, I mean, gig. I think they did Gigabyte Shell. They did tons of parts for Fuzzy. They, you know, we all Like I said, we all have their switches or gearboxes or you know who knows. So yeah, <laughs> it's just, they're amazing.
2: That's great. Um, that's good to hear. Uh, now. Curious, now, like you said, you've been at this a long time, and you are one of the uh, respected veterans of the sport. I have to ask now that you've kind of turned the controls over to Matt and Jason. What's the difference between the way you drive and how Matt drives a BattleBot?
3: Um... My, we're. I think Matt drives a lot like I did or, or do now. Um, very mm-hmm. aggressive. Keep the front of the robot and chase them down. That's what I did. Like back in the day when I was driving the robot, um, I what, the reason I won you know a few fights was because I I had got more damage. I had
0: more mm-hmm. damage
3: on my robot, but I kept after them and eventually beat them. Let them you know bloody their knuckles on my face and I would win. <laughs> You know so, yeah, um, and that's what Matthew does. Matthew's got a killer instinct, and and uh, he just goes straight for him. Jason, too. I mean, we're really lucky, like Fuzzy said, you know, we have a deep bench. You know, if Matthew wasn't available to drive, Jason is, is probably just as good, even though he's less experienced. But I think head to head in ant weights and beetle you know, Jason may even be ahead.
2: Uh, wow, but,
3: but yeah, um, so. You know, it's it's being aggressive. It's going after it. You know, BattleBots has really changed in just that all – the there's so many great teams now and so many great robots with so much power that, you know, you really need to have strategy and a little bit of finesse now. So that's kind of coming into play as well, um, that we're trying to develop ideas to be able to deal with the
2: competition. Yeah, and I've noticed, you know, with a lot of different teams – yeah, some of these people have been together for a few years, but I don't know if you're going to beat the level of you know, experience together that you guys get as a family. Uh, when the two of them are doing the driving and working the weapon, is there a lot of communication that goes on, or is it more of an unspoken thing well, with the two of them?
3: Well, Matthew drives the rope. He does everything. So he oh. both driving and running both weapons. Jason is the second set of eyes. And, you know, they're being, in addition to being brothers, they're great friends, which we're really thankful for. And um, so, you know, they can communicate really well. And, and uh, he's always real, you know, Jason always really helped Matthew.
0: Jason's um, basically kind of like a driver's coach. Like when he's in the driver's box with Matthew, mm-hmm. I know I'm sure you've noticed um, with some of our fights, um, in previous seasons, when Jeff was right next to Matt, Jeff tends to get super excited about stuff. <laughs> and I think that's like yeah. kind of an understatement. The crazy yeah. dad. The crazy <laughs> dad. We've seen some interesting comments on Reddit. Um, really? But, uh, yeah, really funny ones, actually. Um, but um... <laughs> crazy good, not
3: crazy dad.
1: No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just—it's called a, you know, Just really excited.
3: I wear yeah. it on my sleeve, you know what I mean? When but, I, how much you lean is what shows up? No, and show. it's
0: actually great because, to be honest with you, the four of us are kind of quiet. We're not the most exciting on camera. So, Jeff, it's nice that he kind of shows some uh, – That's my like he has Like he has a pulse, so that's pretty good. <laughs> but um, – <laughs> that's helpful, but it did stress Matthew out. I think a little bit with driving, it was distracting for him. So I, he said that this season was great making the change and having Jason next to him, kind of like Jeff said, being his second set of eyes mm-hmm. and, um, and kind of coaching him through stuff. And he said that that just felt much, much more natural to him. So, oh, wow. so yeah, so that's been great, but yeah, I find it interesting too. I don't know of other teams who actually drive and handle, not just one weapon, but two. He does all three. We've yeah. tried it where we're Jason... I think did I was it season one or two. I don't remember, but yeah. he, he tried doing the weapon with Matt and Matt just says, it's just easier to just handle everything kind of himself.
3: The way we've got it set up now, it's pretty easy. He can basically just flip a switch on and off with his finger that, you know, to turn the weapon on and off the disc on and off, you know? Yeah. And uh, I mean, he's got to have control of, of the arm because when he's driving, you know, driving forward and lifting is, is, you know, kind of, um it takes a lot of coordination to be able to do that and he's got it down so um yeah. really the only you know the third part of it comes in turning the weapon on and off just to save it you know um to turn it off when you know after a hit or something so mm-hmm. so uh, wow. it gets damaged and it's locked up you don't try to not to burn motors so.
1: now jeff with you uh, not being in the driver's box were you able to like go elsewhere and just like cheer even harder
3: yeah, I was I was just off to the side. It was kind of between them and where the the buttons for the pulverizers are. So mm-hmm. I was kind of off to the side, and yeah, I was you know it's it's tense up there, and and uh, I just tried to be good. <laughs> 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 trying
0: to maintain.
2: <laughs> is it is it more nerve wracking watching from a distance or being a part of the fight?
3: Um, it for me it would it's. Um, it's more. I would be more nervous, even more nervous driving. Okay, um, you know, it's there's. I can always right now. My my. I feel like you know Matthew's driving. The pressure's on him, but he's like cool as as can be. He's he's a cool kid. Cool it's driver. amazing. Yeah,
0: he just yeah.
3: Means- I mean, he might get a little nervous, but he's basically that's when he functions his best. And maybe I do too, or I did. Um, you know, maybe I'll get back in the driver's seat one day, but. Um, you know, for now the pressure's on him and he handles it great. Um, you know, I just, am nervous to be nervous that, you know, we don't (laughs) break a wire, that some stupid wire doesn't break and knock on wood. We haven't had that happen yet. So, we have no. one little thing break that shouldn't have during the witch Talker fight did not change the fight but you know I wish it would have been the weapon would have been running the whole time other than that you know we that's what I get nervous about I don't get nervous about um, winning or losing or the robot you know uh, the fight is
2: just the little things so the prep that makes sense now if if Jason decides he wants to run his own bot will there have to be a uh, family split where two of you go with one and two go with the other
3: <clears throat> no no we would run it um you know my my long-term goal would be to have kind of like a nascar or indycar or auto racing kind of use that as a business model where you mm-hmm. have a team owner who who has several different cars or seven several different battle bots you know so like look at the eworks again they they're one team and they have three robots there so um we would do the same thing and in each son drove a different robot that we would do the exact same thing that makes yeah. sense.
0: You could
2: be like the Penske of BattleBots.
3: Exactly. That makes sense. exactly. Okay. <laughs> That's the goal. That's the goal. And
0: we've talked about it before. So, you know, cause it's gotta be tough for Jason because he does have so much experience driving in other weight classes. I mean, when RoboGames was around, um, the, the final year of RoboGames, actually, or the year before he had just built his own 60 pounder, um, from the ground up from inception to, you know, uh, you know, catting it and getting it all yeah. put together. And then he didn't really get a chance to fight it more than just that one season. And it doesn't make sense to switch off drivers with whiplash. You know, mm-hmm. Matthew's kind of got it totally down. Uh, but Jason did get to drive at Remars, um, the Vegas oh, right. event. Mm-hmm. So but, of course, the first person he has to drive Whiplash against is Bite Force. <laughs> of <Yeah>. course. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding
2: me? <laughs> I talk about a trial by all. fire. Yeah, no pressure there.
0: Yeah, no that, pressure at all. So and,
3: Yeah, that didn't go so well. So, you know. Well, he did great. Yeah, he, he did, did amazing. He did awesome. Yeah. yeah. He kept it going as long as it could go. So
2: Yeah, that was a very competitive fight. Um, yeah. Now, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask. I know you've built some bots for... Some Hollywood things, too. Um, right. The Big Bang Theory, I was intrigued by because they even mentioned it on the final episode. They talked about the BattleBot. So now I'm trying to remember back to that episode because I know Brian and I both watched that show. Were we talking about the one that um, the guys had, this little SawBot, or that giant one that that guy Kripke had? Or did you do both of those?
3: Uh, I did both of them. I did wow. both of them, the Crippler and Monty, yeah. So Ooh. I built both of those, um, you know, there were some other guys who helped me and I had my buddy Ted Shimoda. He helped me, um, drive during the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, that was a very challenging shoot and it was a lot of fun and really proud of how both the robots did. And, you know, I mean, the ro- the shot of Monty going through the door, you know, Jason Penny, that, yeah. was <laughs> awesome. that was, that was, <laughs> I remember that like it was yesterday. It was great. Now, when yeah. A lot of fun.
1: When the shoot was over, did you take those bots somewhere and actually duke it out with them, or...? (laughs) No,
3: no, I was just... uh, We we actually... Um, gave parts to a couple, the one of the producers, and so usually after a show like that, we wind up giving the robot or a shell or something to the producers. They kind of want it as a memento because it's a cool thing. I mean, you know, how many guys have a battle bot in their office? So exactly that's what happened? I think Monty went went to one of the producers, and Kripke went to the one of the
2: others, the Crippler. Yeah, I want to say it, at the end they had. They may or may not have had it in their little parts storage uh, unit that uh, the two leads on the show were going through, but they they talked about it fondly. It seemed like so. It seemed like and it was a thrill. For- that.
0: What was what was that on?
2: Um, it, after the final episode, they did something. I think they called it. Um, it was like remembering the Big Bang, and they had um, the girl that plays Penny. I, I'm uh-huh. remiss to remember her name at this moment. Haley Coolco. Haley. Yeah. Haley. Yes. And. Um, the kid that plays oh not not sheldon but um Howard? Yeah. um oh gosh the other lead on that there's um leonard <laughs> leonard, oh, leonard.
0: Uh, Wallowitz. no no uh, it was uh, the person leonard. that plays
2: yeah, yeah and they they talked about it he kind of had a smile on his face they're like oh yeah the battle and oh, it, we'll have to it, watch that. Cool. yeah i think it was Called uh, it, it was something that has to do with the theme song, like uh, unraveling the mystery, the Big Bang oh, okay. Theory, looking back. So, okay, um, fun. yeah,
3: I'll take a look for that. I haven't even seen it. Yeah, so it, was, no it, it was it was really weird. We were in Vegas, and mm-hmm. I mean, we don't really gamble, but we're walking through a casino, and there's a Big Bang Theory um, slot machine and a big right. one, and all of a sudden. Monty goes across the screen. The robot. <laughs> the robot. And, uh, it was like, what
0: the hell? <laughs> like, no one ever told us. I yeah. had no clue it was, it was on a slot machine. And it was pretty funny.
2: Yeah. That's got to be a kick, right? <laughs> that
0: was a total kick. Yeah.
2: So now I, I guess I'll, I'll we'll move on after. I know you did one for a Borderlands Three commercial too, but what yeah. other kind of Hollywood bots have you designed, just off the top of your head?
3: Uh, well, I just did a couple commercials. One for an uh, alcoholic beverage called <laughs> Rumchata. I mechanized a Roomba and and uh, and um, the Roomba fairy. Stood on it while I drove it around.
2: <laughs> was so like an adult,
0: he, yeah. he reinforced it and and well, he really just took out all the guts and and yeah, made it to it. where it could ride oh, wow. an adults around a room.
2: I
3: actually took wow. Jason six the guts from Jason sixty pounder and um, reconfigured it quite extensively and and uh, condensed it all and put it into the actual size of a room, but was a little bit taller. So I had like a skirt going around the bottom. But um, yeah, and so and I drove a, a girl around it. The commercial should be on pretty soon, I would think. But um, we also did a Rocket Mortgage commercial that was pretty fun. That was
0: really fun. Huh. And,
3: um, what
2: else? So
0: you did Zoe One
2: Hundred One. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, that's right. Okay, I remember that one offhand. I'm gonna to have to go look for that episode. But wow, so you're just like the battle bot designer of the stars, apparently.
3: <laughs> no, well, I've been I've been lucky that you know I've gotten a lot of referrals over the years from friends, and and it's really been a great great thing to do. So. It's been a
1: blast, actually. So, so just real quick, I actually looked this yeah. up because I didn't get to. watch. I didn't know this was on. I didn't watch it. Uh, Unraveling the mystery, a Big Bang farewell. That's what this special is. called. Okay,
0: okay, thanks. And I'm gonna cool. go watch
1: it because it, it sounds cool. I love the show, and I've seen every episode. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it even spoiled some Harry Potter stuff for me. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but
1: yeah, I'm gonna have to go watch that, especially if it's yeah, got battlebots in it,
3: that for
0: sure. And you All so. so- it Oblivion or something? Was yeah,
3: that? I just worked on the
2: making the the bubble ship and some other stuff. But yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna have to look back through. Um, I you know I'd read a couple articles on you where I'd picked that up, and I think there's something on the uh, BattleBots page about it too. Yeah. Probably, and yeah. wow! So that's that that's totally amazing. Different. That's got to be pretty fun too. You know, you see your stuff like you said in a slot machine somewhere, and just think, hey, I made that. it's bizarre. Yeah, it was totally bizarre. <laughs> and uh, you
3: know, yeah it it was a good run i mean it's been a great run you know i owe a lot to battlebots battlebots is why i have my job now when i when i went i was doing in a, i was in a completely different business then i went to battlebots and uh you know i decided i wanted to do that and i i kind of just reawoke and awoke something in me you know the maker in me and mm-hmm. uh, that's why i do what i do now so it's it's been great and i
0: have so- no doubt that that BattleBots is the reason why Matthew and Jason are kind of going in that direction too. Matt's studying electromechanical engineering and Jason's studying uh, mechanical engineering. He's a freshman this year. Are they engineers?
2: (laughs) Oh, wow. Are they both at Cal Poly or did Jason go to another school?
0: Um, Matthew's at Cal Poly Pomona, and Jason got accepted to the same program, but decided to go to Chico State. I think he kind of wanted to do his own thing. I think, okay. he didn't, you know, he so he's just not Matthew's shadow. He could have yeah. a separate experience, yeah. and it was a good decision for him. It's a great school. He's really yeah. happy there.
2: That's great. That's yeah. yeah, really good. So uh, I'm guessing the uh, robotics teams at both those schools were salivating over the fact that they coming there.
0: <laughs> uh, well, if they were, they don't have time really. Yeah, they, there. they've
2: really been swamped with
3: just getting through school. So, you know, I think the school, the schools know about them and their advisors know about, you know, the Battle Boss history and everything. Um, but they've really kind of played it down, to be honest. And, you know, I don't think they're really – they're really pushing it too hard there. They're just trying to do well in their classes and, you know, hopefully their schedules open up a little bit where they can, you know, help the teams out a little bit.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it, even just being able to pick their brains a little bit eventually would probably be a good right. time for those guys. So, yeah. Yeah. So now um, asking about, I guess we'll go into the seasons here. Um, sure. You guys really went deep, had a kind of a surprising run, I guess, to us, although, once I started watching your fights again, it really didn't seem as surprising. I was like, well, I should have known this, but, um, going into this season, was your mindset a little different as far as maybe you weren't going to upset as many people because nobody was going to kind of take you for granted. But what was the, uh, what was the goal this season going into battle box?
3: Well, the goal of this season was to win the giant nut. I mean, that okay. was the, the ultimate goal. Um, you know, we knew we would have a, t- a, a target on our back, um, we knew the competition would be that much tougher than it was last season, um and we were right on all accounts because everyone picked up their game, everyone you know um the veterans rebuilt their robots and iterated the robots and improved their existing robots they didn't really bring out new robots per se um so you know, and that was what we did back in season three. -hmm. You know, Whiplash was an improvement. So it was running at 100% in every fight, and Matt could drive the wheels off it. So, and it did everything we asked it to do. Granted, every fight we burned up motors, every, you know, we barely survived a couple of those fights. But, you know, basically, we finally had a robot that functioned as well as Matt could drive it. And so this season, you know, for season four, we knew that we would have a target on our back, um, figuratively and literally. Yeah. So we built accordingly. We tried, we made improvements to the drive system and the armor and some, you know, tried to make refinements and, and by and large, it worked pretty well. I mean, you know, we would have liked to done better, um, Darn tombstone. You know, we you know we always think we have a way to beat him, but you know, he just is so freaking powerful. We did we've reevaluated some of our engineering and now we know what we're gonna do differently again. So hopefully it'll work next season, um, to keep the armor on. But you know, it's just one of those things. That's the fun of it, you know. It's still, it still was a great fight and it was a blast. We we lost the, the bottom line is we got beat. They beat us. That's what we want to do. We don't want to go and lose. Like I like I said before, a stupid wire break and we just die there. We don't start or we just have a crappy fight. We want to get beat, and that's what happened to us. You know, Tombstone beat us. You know, and the fight against Witch Doctor that was an awesome fight. We felt mm-hmm. like we won even though we lost. We put we took them f- three full minutes. You know, and and you know it could have gone either way if if you know. It was just yeah. a tough fight, you know, and, and they beat us, and that's that's how you want it to be. So we couldn't, we got what we wanted. Um, would have liked it done a little better. A couple more fights would have been great, but you know, that's how it goes. It's tough.
1: So you mentioned Tombstone. Um, uh, yeah. you know, after the fight with you guys in Huge, uh, that was one of the things Jonathan mentioned. He was like, I know we lost, but now they have to go fight Tombstone. <laughs> right. Was, well, was I, that...
0: was, I was teasing him when we were in the, um, waiting to go on and fight and i was just kind of messing with him and saying are you sure you really even want to try and win this fight because if you win you're going up against tombstone will you really (laughs) be the winner if that's the case so oh yeah he he kind of used that back against us after after (laughs) congratulations go have fun with ray
3: yeah yeah i really i really think we've if we can keep the armor on we stand a chance but you know when he knocks the armor off the aluminum is soft and you know i mean we were so lucky we didn't have a battery um battery problem severe problem because it, it literally bent the batteries and it came within you know a few thousandths of an inch of of chopping our batteries. So we were really lucky and that would have been, that could have been total destruction as it was, we were able to you know save all the important components and, you know, we lost, we were done and that's how it goes. But, you know, you live and learn and, and uh, we want to find them again. So,
1: you yeah. is that one of those fights where you like by the end of it, you know, you're, you're done and over and it's like, well, at least we don't have to rebuild it right away.
3: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> it's, you know, it's kind of like a mix. Kind of feeling, you're kind of feeling like, thank God we're done. And you know, the other thing is, out oh, we're done. You know, we want to keep winning. You know, um, yeah. But you know, but it just some people get disheartened. We don't. It just makes us want to win that much more. You know, we could taste it. We could taste it. And and that's the thing. You know, there's we really think we're close on a couple different levels, and uh, we've got the driver. We just need to help the robot a little bit and get a little bit of luck but you know luck favors the prepared so hopefully
2: we'll be a little bit better prepared next season absolutely and it's it's like you said i mean your losses the last two seasons have come against bite force tombstone and witch doctor so well, you're not beating yourself
3: no we've only lost to robots that were in the finals you know just exactly. I mean, think about it we uh, up until this season we only lost to the former champions bite force and tombstone and this season we lost to the you know the the co-final runner-up yeah um, witch doctor you know and I'll take that record any year. And I think exactly. 99% of the other guys would take the same, the, you know, that kind of record. So, you know, and we had a tough, our season was as tough as anyone's. I mean, going up against Minotaur and Son and, you know, which doctor who knew. And, uh, you know, we got, and then, and then, uh, Texas Twister. And then we get huge. huge yeah. We were a good matchup for huge. And, um, that robot packs a punch and those guys are so smart and, and uh, you know, it was, it was a fun fight, but it was, it was a chess match and a wrestling match. And, and it was uh, brutal, I mean, they damaged us and everyone thinks, Oh, they got this little spinning bar. That thing hits hard and it it pulverized our, our uh, weapons, uh, pulley, Almost at the very beginning of the fight, and you know, so all we had was the lifter. Thank God that they didn't hit the chain of the lifter. So yeah. you, know. you know, Matt kept that and out of the harm's way. So that was good.
0: I was all, I was really impressed though with, I, and I didn't even notice until we saw some of the photos that came out, the still shots, mm-hmm. how precise Matthew got with that weapon bar on Huge because it was like right between our forks. Like he had it stopped several times, like right between the forks, and I was like, wow, that yeah, kind of surprising.
2: Yeah, it's one of the things, and that's one of the things when I, I tell people, you know, subscribe or, um, you know, follow these teams on Facebook. Because when you see these still pictures, it's like you said, you, you can't envision the power some of these bots have until yeah. you see some of the still shot damage of these. And it's just, it's, it's amazing. And some of them I'm seeing with Tombstone, I'm like, I don't know if that's physically possible, and yet they did it to somebody.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you're, you're flipping a 250-pound robot like a quarter. Ten or twelve feet in the air. I mean, do the math. That's a huge amount of power. <laughs> you know,
2: it, it's just, it is. It's astronomical. So. It's amazing. Now, I have a um, when the when the best drivers in the sport get mentioned, I typically hear. Usually, I hear these names. I hear Matt's name. I hear um, Mike Galately from uh, Witch Doctor, yeah. Paul, and usually Daniel Freitas. Could you give us somebody who? maybe doesn't have the recognition you know on the tv show and online but it is just about the peer of those guys that maybe Um, we just don't know about
3: who i've been really impressed with is orion beach um he he ran a spurpios and he i he is just phenomenal not not this year he went last year he did and if you look at season three, the way he drove that robot was just phenomenal. I mean, I I, it was just like he had a magnet to, you know, to whoever their opponent was. And he just was on him and was very maneuverable and did a freaking awesome job. And um, who else? Would I he is
0: no, I mean, but he's known as being an amazing driver within the robotics community. Just they don't ever talk about it when it's on air. So for the fan base, they don't really hear that. Um, Jameson's another one who's
2: really amazing.
3: Yeah. Yeah, Jameson's pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, they're they're all pretty good and they're all getting better. So um that's the thing, you know, the every uh, you know, the robot is one part of the team. That the the pit crew part aspect of the team is becoming much more important and the driving, you know, that's where we really had to jump on everyone last year, is being that um, you know um the robot's finally running right matt mm-hmm. it really was able to show what matt could do and that's why you know against bronco and all those guys that's the reason we want because he drove the, the wheels off the thing and he did a great job so uh, yeah there's a lot of good drive you know um will Bales, he's a really good driver you know yeah there's a lot of really good drivers or good, good drivers now um you know we're lucky we have one of the best and uh, you know, hopefully we'll be able to put a good robot behind him this year.
2: Yeah, it's it's funny. You mentioned two of the fights for last season. We had um we had Ravi on last year and we did kind of an end of the year review, and one of the matches I talked about the best driving in was the Scorpios hypershock fight. Yeah. And he actually said he said the best example of driving he saw was whiplash versus Bronco. And I believe he said, and I quote Matt out drove the expletive out of Bronco. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, he did. I mean, that was like Jedi stuff there. I mean, it really was. He was like, even when he got flipped, he was on them before they even knew what happened. And, you know, it was just one of those things where he was in the zone, the robot was running great, and uh, he was just all over. him. And you know, even the Tombstone fight. I mean, he took it to him, and you know, we got a couple of good bounces, and And, you know, we could have won that fight. You know, Uh, if things had been a little bit different, you know, it's possible we could have won that fight. Um, Yeah, yeah, season three. You know, Uh, I mean, season four would have had to been a lot different. But, but, you know, I mean, you know, we like to think we have a shot at every at everyone, even Paul, you know, Um, we just haven't got the secret sauce quite perfect yet. But we will. So
0: Matthew's got some good ideas for Paul yeah. for next season. I'm yeah. kind of, yeah. we, you I'm know, totally our good.
3: our weakness has always been against verticals. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, um, we're kind of getting. We have some ideas on that now. So hopefully, our armor package will be such that we can, you know, deflect them a little bit better instead of absorbing so
1: much. Now you're not going to like weld some rakes onto the front of it, are you? <laughs> but, I mean, that's not the no.
3: <laughs> That's we're not rake people, no.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not that there's anything wrong with rake people. Oh my god. No, that's that's,
3: uh, Will's Will's, uh, thing. So we'll figure out something, though. Now, yeah, I do think you if s-
0: after, after our color of our robot was so similar to his this season, I think if we show up with a rake next season, I think that'll be us. the last straw.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. might be a good gag to play on him.
2: <laughs> yeah. Maybe the racing costumes. And then yeah, then. Exactly. Oh, <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Do you think more teams are going to start game planning on... It seemed like maybe two seasons ago, everybody was trying to figure out how to beat Tombstone. Do you think everybody's going to say all right, how do we beat bite force now?
3: Well, yeah, I think you got it. You know, yeah. I mean, I think you really do. I mean, the thing is, is that when you're not just beating bite force, you're beating the driver and you're beating the team. And like what I was saying before is it's really come to the forefront. Bite force breaks. It's not a perfect robot. Every, every fight, something breaks on bite force okay you may not see it or know about it but it does have mm-hmm. frame cracks this breaks that breaks you know they have issues like everyone else but they are really disciplined and they're able to repair it and make it as good or better than it was and paul's driving is awesome he's very calculating you know it just sucks that he's a great great guy because i'd love to hate him but you know <laughs> i if, if i'm not finding it i'm pulling for him you know so um <laughs> You know, but their team is just phenomenal. The way the guys work together, Rob and the rest of the guys, and and um, you know, it's just it's really come to the, you know, you need the complete package anymore. If you're going to beat Bite Force, you need the complete package. You need a great team. You need a great robot. You need a great driver. You know, that's and yeah. you need luck.
0: Some great sponsors.
3: Yeah, and you need luck. A little bit of luck.
2: Uh, speaking of the sponsors for your team, is it, um, the place that you work at or do you have yeah, various yeah. sponsors around?
3: It is. So Megat um, I work at Megat and it, we're an aerospace company. We're a UK based aerospace company. And, um, so they were really, I was, we were really fortunate and they're really generous and they sponsored us this season. They've been awesome sponsor. We also have go engineer, um, which is the, I think the largest uh, reseller of SolidWorks in the country. And they sell Stratus as 3d printers and, and all kinds and of engineering, engineering services. And, um, yeah, and we have a couple local, um, towers, metal works that, that has done a bunch of welding and helping us get the frames together. And, you know, and, um, um, Crane technology yeah, been amazing with water she, jet. With water jet. For us. They've done a bunch of work for the, some, a bunch of the other teams as well. They do awesome water jet cutting. So you know, it takes a, it takes more than us just to get the robot out there. We've done Maxam's really, batteries. Yeah, Maxam's Max batteries are. But I've been doing RC sports for. 25 30 years and um max amps are by far the best batteries i've ever used and i'm talking back to the you know i was sponsored by the best NICADs and nickel metal hydrides and and all this stuff and these batteries are bulletproof so really thankful for max amps coming through because that was the one thing we didn't have to worry about the robot mechanically wise is that uh, the batteries were always 100% you know, and they took some punishment and they didn't go on us. They they were really powerful. They didn't blow up. So,
2: wow. But and that seems to things. be an Achilles heel of a lot of teams. They get those batteries <laughs> yeah, smoking.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Um, the Max Amps batteries were strong physically and the power they put out was just phenomenal. So really, really. Uh, yeah. Can't say enough about them.
2: So now, um, obviously, there's no confirmed season five yet, but what is your off-season like as far as, you know, okay, BattleBots ended, I know back in March is when they filmed it, and you've really been in the off-season since. So just, yeah. We don't notice that in television. But as far as, you know, the BattleBot is concerned, what's your off-season timeline like?
3: Well, you know, it's trying, it takes about a month, believe it or not, to really recover from that thing, because it's two weeks, 16 days of, basically 24 7 and you've already and you know leading up to the tournament you've been going months 24 7 your real job and then your battle bot job you know yeah and, and life and getting ramped up so by the time the shoot is over um, you're just completely spent in every way <laughs> understood uh, time energy everything so it's so, a period of recuperation and then you know after that and once the show starts getting back on you're thinking about you know what am i going to do better what are we going to do so you know we've been we've been getting different things to test and just started look doing that a little bit lately um
0: Matt spends the summer a good part of the summer, summer catting up the new Whiplash for next yeah, season. You know, so okay. he's ninety nine point nine percent done with that. <laughs> so we can get stuff to the water jet because he knew with school he just wouldn't have the time. Yeah,
3: so yeah. you know we're gonna have some different, different, um, a little bit different design on a couple things. So overall. The overall profile of the robot will be very similar to what it is but you know there'll be a couple differences so we started you know working on the CAD um investigating different materials you know all just tires you know experiment with different kinds of tires and so forth uh, armor configurations that kind of thing so and we have a lot of a lot of material here to deal to work with so um you know, that's what we're doing. And our off
0: season now, it's this year is going to be different for us. We're not really sure what to expect because we normally have the whole team in one place, which has been a huge benefit to us. Mm-hmm. But now, you know, Jay- Matthew will be able to kind of come home on weekends when we really need him to, but Jason's too far away to really do that. And okay. Jason, Jason's a super hands-on guy. I mean, we really rely on him a lot. So yeah. Jeff's going to have to kick it into overdrive to kind of compensate for yeah. not having him here. And then the other thing with off season, I think in prior seasons we spent a lot of the time going to smaller competitions. Yeah, with, which was great for driving experience, I think. And mm-hmm. um, you know, I, it, it's kind of hard now with with all the other extracurricular stuff. We do appearances with Whiplash, um, you for know, for our
3: sponsors. For our sponsors, and yeah. sometimes
0: just for STEM programs, where will volunteer our time. Um, and now with the commercials and different jobs that we're getting, you know, little side jobs here and there that keeps us pretty busy. So we're going to need to kind of keep our eye on the prize so far as.
3: Yeah. But we, I mean the bottom line for battle bots, as far as we're starting to prep now, you know, yeah. It was little things to getting things together, testing things. That's really what it comes down to is trying to be better prepared um, for next season. You know, it looks, promising for next season the ratings were good and mm-hmm. you know everyone seems to be talking like there is and you know it, it, it's tv it could not happen you know that's uh, true you know it's tv's fickle and all it takes is one guy in the in sitting in you know the seat in the office above you to say no you know let's not do that let's do another alaska show and boom.
2: <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> you know, the I, no more alaska li- shows please just somebody yeah,
3: yeah. digging up gold
1: love- somewhere else
3: yeah, yeah. So you know, I mean, that's what it could come down to. But who knows?
1: But we'll be ready. It does seem like everybody's more optimistic this time around. Like this, when we were talking to teams before this season, it was all, it was always like, well, hopefully there's a season four. But this time around, it's almost kind of like, well, yeah, for next season, it, you know, when it definitely, I won't say it definitely happens, but I mean, it, it teams sound pretty optimistic about it. Yeah,
0: I think we just don't want to jinx it. We yeah, feel pretty darn good um, about yeah. it, but.
3: You know, I come back from the Comedy Central days when the show was doing fine, and all of a sudden, oh, no more show. Boom. Yeah. You know, and, and like everyone was caught flat footed. Now there's enough veterans and people have been there and, and all the competitors are pretty savvy. They kind of get it. You know, with social media, we can find out everything instantaneously. So, you know, that's another thing is once the shooting started, the show was on TV. It's dealing with all the social media. It's, you know, Debbie does 99% of that stuff and there's tons of it, you know, all the Facebook mm-hmm. groups and the Reddit crap. And, this <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> and just, just the fans the, the, fan. Fan the fans are awesome, you know. Yeah, yeah. And these weird oh. podcast
1: dudes that keep trying to talk to us.
2: <laughs> yeah, this guy keeps oh. bugging Debbie over Facebook. I appreciate oh. it. Uh, I didn't mind at all. I,
0: just, I felt a little helpless because I, you know, I don't really have control over Matthew's schedule and, um, you know, and then Jeff, I thought it would be better just to contact him directly to to hook everything up. But no, we don't mind at all. We love doing it, and we
2: wish yeah four absolutely hours of the day absolutely oh, Yeah, and you guys have been fantastic. So I mean, yeah, we're really glad we got to have you on. Now, Great I usually cool. do a um, I usually do a five question quiz with somebody yeah. on the team. Yeah. I was going to do that with Debbie this time, so I had five it, questions about the team, basically. So cool. just we'll. <laughs> We'll get your answer for these five and then maybe ask like one or two questions. We'll let you guys go because I know it's about dinner time there on the <laughs> West Coast. So. Okay. Uh, um, who gets the most nervous before a fight and the team?
0: Um, probably Jeff. Okay. That's my uh, guess.
2: And, and you, you can say yourself on any of these if you'd like to. Who is the most calm before the fight? Matthew. Okay, looks well, seems to make sense from TV, but you don't know. Um, who takes losses the hardest? Me. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. Me. Definitely. Definitely
2: me. Okay, understood. I know that's this is your family there. So, um, all right. Now, in the pit, in the workshop, who is the messiest?
0: Oh, Jenny. no! I'm, not, I'm barely allowed <laughs> it there. <laughs> So Jeff is is Jeff is like meticulous. Um, I would say Matthew's maybe the messiest. You think? Basically, yeah, yeah. Matthew's. Matthew's probably he's like the yeah. He's the, yeah, probably
2: the messiest. It doesn't sound like anybody is, but I guess maybe the least is. meticulous.
0: Yeah, All right, and, nobody. But if you had to pick one, I'd say maybe Matthew.
2: And either you can answer this: the most indispensable member of the team.
0: Oh, we're all, I think, important.
2: I was going to say it's you, Debbie. We all know. Aww. <laughs> Honestly, I really
0: don't think we we all like have a really important role, and I don't think that any of us could really, you know, do it as well without the other.
2: It, it, it does sound like you guys function like as a cohesive unit. It's not four individuals doing this thing and that thing, and that's what sounds great about it, to be honest.
3: I mean, you know, I'm really valuable for some things. Debbie's really valuable valuable for other things we've got a pretty good yin and yang thing going you know matt and jason the same thing you know uh like we said before it's going to be a little bit different without matt and jason here so much to help build but you know i'm i'm get, got some backup plans with some guys who i know will come and help um do the grunt work the grinding and you know all that kind of stuff that needs to get done and you know we'll be ready we'll be ready
2: That's good. We look forward to it because, like I said, um, you know, the witch doctor fight. I know this is on tape delay and I know I'm sitting at home, but I stood up and clapped at the end of that fight because it was one of my (laughs) favorites the whole year. I just said that was a great job between these two teams. So it
3: really was, you know, they they came loaded for bear and I think they surprised themselves. And, you know, all props to them. They did an awesome job. The robot ran great. Mike drove it great, uh, they had good strategy, and their team really came together. I mean, their team is really good. They've got a really good... Everyone knows their job, everyone knows their function, and, you know, they all did their job, and they came out on top. You know, we, we gave them everything they could handle, but, you know, they beat us, and that's... It was a great fight. I'm... I'm, You know, I would have loved to win, but I'm happy with the result. It was um, an exciting I fight. Yeah. I think... I mean, it I was. Know, we got, you know, Matt got off out of the screws like that. I mean, thats that... that was really cool i thought you well, know? twice but, yeah yeah a couple times they hit him and it was like a great fight yeah
2: <laughs> oh yeah it's you there were a couple of times for each team that you thought yeah. normally this would be the fatal blow but matthew and michael both were able to come yeah. back from that and they've done it yeah. time and time again yeah
0: yeah, yeah. that's yeah. my number one uh request for a rematch next year
2: yeah which doctor oh, oh yeah. well Well, I'll be on Reddit requesting that too if I can help. (laughs) Facebook, we'll all do our part. We can get that that going. Very fun and
0: very exciting.
1: Apparently, from what we hear, all you have to do is tell the producers that's the one bot you don't want to fight, and they will make you (laughs) fight (laughs) them. Yeah.
3: We want to fight the best, and that's what it is. But I think we're going to get, like, I think we'll finally get to fight Jameson and maybe, you know, Sawblaze and, fight
0: Blacksmith. and
3: Blacksmith and, and Hypershock. I think that would be a Shock really would be
0: great. And, those you
3: know, are... I, I hope we get to fight a couple of those guys this season.
2: Yeah, those will be all be fun. Even Blacksmith, yeah. you know, I mean, I know they're not going to go after Bite Force anytime soon, but you are entertained with a Blacksmith fight. Oh every Yeah, time.
3: And, and, and you know, I would love to fight Cobalt and, uh, well, maybe not Cobalt. No, I know. That, so, that thing is so freaking scary. And, and Death and, Roll was insane. Yeah, the Death roll, those guys, I love those guys. But we don't want robot. to fight
0: them. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh, that we're definitely going to
1: fight them. Yeah. Maybe cut that part out. of <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, what you want to say is, yeah, oh, we definitely want to fight Death Roll. They yeah. Got
0: definitely <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, well, we will let you guys go, but uh, thank, thank you guys you. so much, and it, hopefully we can have you guys on again before next season starts and see yeah, where you guys are. Let us
3: know. This was fun. Yeah, so, very fun. Yeah. Thanks,
0: guys. Cool. All
2: right, thank you to both. Good night, yeah. Good night, guys. Good night. Good night. Good night.
1: Alright folks, and
2: we are back.
1: And Cam is still and, uh, not here.
2: Thanks again to uh Debbie and Jeff Vasquez. That was uh that was interesting. It was a fantastic interview of those two.
1: Yeah, it's always nice when we have like the family dynamic and you know, especially when it's, you know, like the, you know, the mom and the dad and the kids, and it's like they all get so excited and, you know, maybe somebody uh Takes a a loss harder than you think they would.
2: Yeah, but everybody seems to contribute on that team equally. No, absolutely. So like this whole interview a,
1: got set up because you were talking to Debbie on Facebook. So.
2: Yeah. So I mean, it's a, it's a great team dynamic, and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing them again next year. And didn't really know that about the. Uh, I just thought that they were both primary weapons: the lifter and the spinner, or the yeah, the blade. Well, I just so, thought it was
1: the other way around. Like the spinning disc would have been the primary. But just knowing that like well and to be honest that knowing that you have it, to it, distinguish that on the battlebots application and like uh, the judges know like which one's the primary and which one's the secondary, like that's not yeah. necessarily something that you've ever seen on t v and and you know and you and you don't know that, and it's like so when their disc spinner goes out against huge, and it's like, well, what you know they're not doing any damage with that thing but then that that's not their primary weapon, so that's not where they're getting their primary weapon damage from.
2: Yeah, and, and realistically, that fight was a toss-up. I didn't think, oh, this team won, or oh, that team won. I mean, maybe in the heat of the moment, I was like, eh, maybe, maybe huge won that fight. But you know, I watched it a second time, and I was like, this could have gone either way. And everybody said that. I think we got that last week from Ravi and Earl too. So well, you know, it, but it, interesting to hear. Well, that distinction sure.
1: definitely helps justify that decision.
2: Yeah so. indeed. I mean it's I, I kind of thought they were better prepared to go up against Tombstone. I still do. Um, oh, yeah, I absolutely. don't know. I think as as quick as that fight may have ended there, I think it would have ended, sorry, Jonathan, a little bit sooner with huge. I think they know that well, too. Though, I, don't, so.
1: I don't know. Maybe because, you know, you saw the Tombstone's blade shatter against uh Bite Force. Maybe they tried to go that blade against Huge and, you know, when they maybe they collide weapon on weapon and it breaks. I don't know. You never know until you actually
2: see the fight. But yeah, I guess anything's possible. So, um yeah, I guess that's that's all we have this week. I know with the Science Channel replays and I think I'm going to I think I'm going to become a Facebook contributor so we can watch all those videos. Um, yeah. Maybe we can get some conversations with some of the teams that um, whose battles did not make the episode, but who are still out there and they're still new to us. And hopefully, some of those people will be going to the uh, Robot Ruckus, so we can kind of talk, ditto about that. So
1: yeah, it might I- be
2: time to have uh, John from Extinguisher back on again.
1: Any idea what the bonus fight is tonight?
2: I don't because I couldn't find it on. Maybe they're laying down because of the baseball playoffs, but I did oh, not you know, see that, it on. That could be moment. true. As I was flipping channels, right now they're showing UFOs: The Lost Evidence. This is yeah. not a plug for the Science <laughs> Channel. Just no flipping was, channels here.
1: I just hit my DVR button to see if it was recording, and it is not. So once no, again, so, um,
2: Science Channel letting us down. <laughs> I, you know, I was possibly setting up a. Uh, like john from extinguisher to talk to an engineering club for a uh, school for a local school here and i was kind of texting back and forth with him and I, he had texted me about it and i said yeah i think they still want to interview you despite you losing a match to the russians <laughs> i kind of got a haha from him so we'll have to talk about that fight and a couple others but um yeah we'll uh, we'll get some teams on here coming up to robot ruckus and uh you know let the hype train begin because we're about
1: a month out now absolutely so that'll do it for this week on breaking bots you can catch us on itunes soundcloud facebook um that's pretty much it but leave likes and reviews everywhere um i would say it helps but i mean let's be let's let's face it uh reviews are cool but we don't make money off this anymore
2: Unless you want to send it to us, which is fine. But uh, <laughs> yeah, just thanks again to Cam's Jeff and Debbie Basket. No, I will Yeah. <laughs> just swing by and family. drop them
1: off an envelope. Yeah, sure.
2: You know, we'll take them in person. You know, whatever it is. We'll put a bucket out in front of us at the Robot Ruckus if yeah, you want to you, change in you it. You
1: can find us on the street corner with a, uh,
2: with a fireman's food. Yeah, we'll podcast <laughs> for food. <laughs> All oh, right. God. Good night, everybody. Night, guys. Music for the Breaking Bots Podcast is courtesy of Dan Moriarty and his band A Troop of Echoes available on Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Music. You can also check out his website, a Troop of Echoes, all one word,